Hello and welcome back everybody to the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. No matter where you're listening from today, I hope um, that you got your eyes on God because he's got his eyes on you. He cares about you. And uh, one of the greatest signs of his care for us is that he left us with his word. He didn't have to do that, but he inspired his word and he has defended it uh, through many generations of people. And so that's why the Cross Point Church, <laughs> that's why the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast, though we cannot talk, we still are committed uh, to God's Word and getting into it one verse at a time. Okay, and our heart here is to, you know, kind of live an example and show just a good. Uh, this is not a show of biblical scholars. There's nothing wrong with that. I love that stuff, but I'm not one. And it's not a theological deep dive, although I like that too. Um, what our program is about is just getting together and seeing what it's like to get into a scripture like on a, on a daily basis and just look into it in context and where is Jesus in this verse and how can we apply it to our lives, okay? And so if that sounds good to you and you could use um, someone to come alongside you in that way, then this podcast is perfect for you. All right, so let's get into it. Proverbs uh, chapter 16, verse 3 is our verse for today. Proverbs 16, verse 3, if you want to turn there. I'm going to be reading it today from the ESV. And it reads like this, Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. All right? Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. All right, now, um, those of you familiar with the book of Proverbs would know that um, everything in Proverbs is, well, I hate using the word everything, but the majority of the book of Proverbs is very compacted, meaning there's a lot put into usually like um, a sentence divided into two or two sentences kind of laid next to each other and the wisdom or the insight or the meaning comes out of kind of comparing the two to each other, which is a lot of fun once you get the hang of it. I want to emphasize it's not a trick. It's not magic or a trick or some kind of secret you got to learn to get secret meaning out of it. The verses mean what they mean, but there's deeper meaning in just uh, seeing the contrast or comparison between the two. So let me show you what I mean. There's a lot, first of all, talking about um, compacted information. There's a lot in commit your work to the Lord, okay? It goes beyond just saying, okay, Lord, this is for you, right? That word commit is a deep word, and we know that. Commit is like marriage. Commit is like um, parenting. It's a big deal. It's like to aim your life at, to mean it from your heart, So to commit your work to the Lord means more than just whatever it is you're doing. Just say it's for God, okay? And the reason why I have to bring this up is these verses get misused a lot as like our license to do what we want, kind of have our plans, and then try to see if we can get God to come alongside and make our plans work. Do you see how that works? So it's like if I read this verse, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established, well, then I could be fooled into saying like, okay, you know, if I, if I go to work every day and say, okay, God, you're in the, I commit this work to you, then God kind of has to uh, make sure that I go places in my career or, you know, just on like that. Or if I start a new business and I say, God, this business is for you, then God like has to make my new business a success, right? And that's not true. That's like too, um, that's too shallow of a look 
And it's definitely not what this verse has in mind, okay? Um, what this has in mind, if we were to commit our work from our hearts to the Lord, then we would be making sure, you know, a part of that process would be, has the Lord called us to this? Is it his work? You understand, we wouldn't, a Christian who knows God would not be able to commit their work to the Lord if their work wasn't honoring to the Lord and if they hadn't first sought his face. Now, yeah, we have to live and do the best we can and use our wisdom. It doesn't mean we ask God, you know, should I put my left foot forward now or my right foot forward? You know, that's just not the way to live. We do the best we can according to scripture and wisdom and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. But um, committing our work to the Lord is deeper than just saying it. Okay, that's the main thing I'm trying to give you here. And when we are committed to the Lord, then your plans will be established. That um, word established is cool. I don't know the Hebrew word that is being translated there. But I will say um, that the word in English uh, is like, you know, I love seeing like the cornerstone of an old building. And it'll say this building was established, you know, to the glory of God, you know, 1898, you know, it's like being set in stone and built upon. And so what's being offered here is not a way for us to make sure that God has to um, agree to or make us a success in whatever we do. What's more important here is that we are being given a way to make sure we are committing our efforts and spending our lives working towards things that will bear fruit forever for an eternity. Things that really matter are found in the things that are meaningful to the Lord. And how do we figure that out? Well, that goes beyond the scope of this show, but man, the gospel and the church, you know, the body of Christ and the, you know, the kingdom of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ gives us a great, like, is it in that direction? Then it's the work of the Lord. And if we commit ourselves to it, you're going to be a part of something that has value for eternity. It's the way Paul put it, training, you know, bodily training has some value, but training in godliness has a value, uh, has eternal value. Okay. So that's what we're being invited in. Now, context does not always help us in Proverbs. Okay. Because Proverbs is a collection of sayings. And so sometimes um, one saying is unconnected to the next. This um, particular verse is a little bit of an exception to that in that the first two verses that come before it do kind of set the stage for this one. So here I'll, I'll read them and you'll understand what I'm saying. 16 and 1 says, The plans of the heart belong to man. The plans of the heart belong to man. You know in your heart what you're thinking about doing. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Isn't that wild? The plans of the heart belong to man. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. So we're already being established that though you have your ways, God has the final say. Then look at verse 2. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. There's another one, okay? you, We all give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. Like in the main, I may make some mistakes here and there, but in the main, I mean well and my ways are good. But ultimately, that's up to the Lord. He knows. He weighs the spirits. So then that leads to verse 3. Commit your work to the Lord then. If he's the one that has the final say and he's the one who weighs the spirit, then commit your ways to him, meaning like obey him, go his way, do his work, and allow him to work in and through you, and your plans will be established. If not, then it's just, you know, the stuff you think in your heart and the things that make you think you're okay. All right? 
and wouldn't you wouldn't we rather have that um reassurance that what we're doing is walking with the lord okay a, a way to see this lived out now there's plenty of ways throughout the bible but here we usually like to focus on um jesus said that all scriptures point to him and so we want to look how does this scripture commit your way to the lord and your plans will be established point to jesus I'm sure it points to him in many ways, okay? This isn't like the way. But as I'm just reading it here, this one really occurs to me quite a bit. So when Jesus, first of all, he's telling his disciples that he's going to be turned over to the religious authorities and crucified, okay? That he's going to die. But he tells his disciples many times that he's laying down his life of his own accord and that he will be able to take it up again. That the, he's not having his life taken from him. He's laying it down and that God because laying down his life was the work of the Lord, then his plan was established. Like he did, he was put to death, buried for three days, and then right on time, just like he said he would, just like the scriptures said he would, he took up his life again. He rose from the dead so that not even death could interrupt the plans, the works that Jesus was doing. And that's why he says, especially through the Gospel of John, but in other places too, he makes it plain, says, I'm doing the works that my father shows me. I'm doing God's work, and that's why it won't be stopped. Okay? All right, guys, so good to have spent this time with you. Um, I hope it was good for you, too, and built you up, and we'll see you next episode.